0: Hi, I'm Joanna Bonaro and I created a TV show called Good and Screwed and out of that came these podcasts. Welcome Welcome to to Terrace Truth
1: Talking and today is Wednesday. Wait, but we forgot to introduce ourselves. I'm Julie Hayes. And I'm Joanna Bonaro. And we're here again at Terrace Truth Truth Talking. Talking. And today is Wednesday. Wednesday.
0: we're going to be discussing fitness. And as in our first podcast, when we were talking about what this is all about in our refulgent, dazzling,
1: brilliant years. That's what refulgent means, if you're wondering. Dazzling, brilliant, shining. Joanna filmed that. Because as I keep saying... She's the genius. Oh,
0: stop. Anyway, fitness isn't just physical. It's mental and emotional, how we stay tuned up and tuned in. And so we have a special guest today who uh, is a stepmom. And we, the, so the topic today is going to be fitting into the family. Yes. So we want to talk today with our special guest. Thank you for coming on, Cheryl Zeligson. Hi, Hi, Cheryl. Who is Hi, guys. A real life stepmom, yes. not a celebrity, just a wonderful, <laughs> successful businesswoman. Cheryl is the chief legal officer and general counsel of Hadassah. Hadassah. Uh, which is a Jewish women's organization that does advocacy work for women and raises funds for Hadassah Medical Organization in Israel. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thank
1: Hi. you for having me. Thank you for coming. She has a beautiful smile for those of you that can't see her, and I love <laughs> her necklace. Yes. Thank you. So we're just going to get right to it, Cheryl. So why don't you tell us about how you became a stepmom? So, I was single for
2: a long time, didn't know if I was ever going to meet someone that I could partner with for the rest of my life. And then, lo and behold, I was surprised in my mid-40s. I met um, my wonderful husband, and um, he had three children. He still has three children. And And what ages were they when you first met them? At the time, they were... Four and a half. Oh wow! Young. Eleven and thirteen. Oh, lovely! And, I didn't realize uh, that. Yeah, two, the two older ones were boys, and the little one was a girl. So uh-huh. they were each in different
0: phases. Four and a half is young. Four and a half is young. And just starting the teenage years, so you had multifaceted. Right, you did. <laughs> right, That's I know. True. I know.
2: Um, so anyway, when we decided to get married, my husband and I, um, I had realized I was taking on um this this family um not as the full time mom and I want to say their their mom is actually terrific and right. a great oh, mom. Sure. Yeah. So I want to say that up front. Right. And I happen to have terrific stepkids. Um so let me just say that um because that helps a lot in making the transition. Right. Um but I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. Number one, I didn't have my own children. Number two, I didn't grow up with any brothers, so I knew nothing about boys. I mean I grew up with <laughs> sisters. I had a couple of sisters, so I knew a little bit about girls, but boys I knew nothing about. And so one of the things I did when I knew that we were going to get married is I went to see a therapist to talk about children at each of their ages.
0: That's That's so so smart. smart. It was
2: really helpful. And the therapist said to me, okay, the 13 year old, this is what you do. You basically let him be. Don't try too hard. Don't don't try to play with him. Don't try to do anything. The 11-year-old, just be very pleasant. You know, maybe bring a couple of toys or something like that. And he said, "The little one. All the little one wants to do is play games
1: mm. and,
2: you know, pretend and all of that. And so I think that was actually the greatest advice and the greatest introduction I had because I followed those instructions. I'm a lawyer, so clearly, like, I'm good at following rules. And, um... I followed those instructions to a T and that was the first step in helping me manage this process.
0: So that's great. You, you knew that you needed help and you were smart. You went to a therapist who was, was an expert. You know, I was doing a little bit of research since this is not my area at all of expertise and um, there were two things that came up. One woman, um, I'm sorry, I I can't say who it was, but she was very wise. And she said, some days you're the leading lady, some days you're the stagehand, and some days you're not in the scene at all. I think that's right. Yes. And then um, some of the complexities or issues that you deal with that, you know, you know, that cause you to kerfuffle about or what have you are you suddenly have these mom duties right yeah and like you're you got to make lunch and you got to go to practice and there are parent-teacher interviews so like how did you deal with that and also what were like what were the maybe one or two main things that you were concerned about that immediately you wanted to address let's say with the therapist well with the
2: therapist it was really about Dealing with the gender of each child, because boys and girls are a little bit Ah, different at those ages. And how they could relate to me. Because I, you know, they didn't ask for this, right? Nobody asked for their parents to get divorced. And certainly nobody asks for this new person to come in. And all of a sudden, the new person has a title, which has the word, you know, mom in it.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And um, so I really didn't know how to address... Each child at each stage they were at and you know like I said they were there I have two older boy stepsons and a little girl and so you know in those ages they're a little bit different so that was sort of the key um, things that we talked about okay early on and that I try to address because let's say for example the boys were either teenagers or preteens they didn't need me to put them to bed yes yeah right but the little one Still wanted to play with me and needed someone to help her go to sleep or, you know, do activities with her or even feed her. And I just wasn't conditioned. My husband used to say to me, "You're not conditioned yet. You know, you don't realize a all the little things that you have to do that you never thought about those tasks, and b how tiring it is, um, because every little thing." takes time and you know my my brain wasn't conditioned to doing any of that. My my full time job was being a lawyer and thinking of solving problems and reading
0: documents. And especially since it wasn't from like from birth. So you And not it wasn't from to... birth. So
2: I didn't know what each child's needs right. were. Yeah. You know, so that that was I think the first Wait,
1: do they call thing.
2: you mom? They call me Cheryl.
1: They call you Cheryl. Okay. huh.
2: Yeah. Okay. The little one has a little nickname for me which I'll keep private. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. Um, but yeah,
0: they just call me Cheryl. All right. And um, was it did it become easier as time went on? It became
2: easier. They got used to me. I got used to them and I think they realized um, that I wasn't trying to be their mother. Yes I have I was a mother thinking that. yes. Um, and as I said before she ha- she is a terrific mother. I have never tried to take on that role. I've really just tried to be a support system and mm-hmm. to be helpful and to, to help them um, as they were growing up. So um, there really wasn't that kind of friction. And they, you know, I didn't require them to treat me in any particular way with respect to being a quote unquote parent other than being respectful of me.
1: Yes. Now, when you discipline them, or have you had to discipline them, or do you give the dis- disciplining part? Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah. Was that the right word? Do you give that to your husband to do, or do you discipline them, or what? I think it I mean, it now depends. they're older, but when they were younger. Yeah,
2: I think it would depend on what it was. If they spoke to me um, in an inappropriate way or in mm-hmm. a fresh way, I I would say, you know, don't talk like that to mm-hmm. me. Or I would say something. I don't remember my exact words, and it's been a
0: long time. Um, well, that's just a general expectation of politeness and civility that right. you would expect Right.
2: Um, but luckily, I, I don't remember having to do any major mm-hmm. discipline. And probably if if they were around my husband, probably if he saw something, you know, inappropriate, he would say something. But I, I was actually really lucky with that. Other than, you know, once in a while, one of them was fresh. And, and that was normal, right? There they were kids growing up. Yes, yeah. You know, I would, I would stick up for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, or I, sometimes I would even leave the room if you know, mm. if it was just a situation that I wasn't going to tolerate, but otherwise, um, yeah, I, there wasn't much disciplining that I had to do.
0: Was there ever a time? Uh, do you have any experiences that that stand out where you knew that you solidified the
1: bond? I would. Yes, that's a good yeah. question. Yeah,
2: um, I think. Couple things more so with the little one because the older boys were really, I have to say, they're, they're just so much easier, and boys are different, I think, at that age, um, or at least my stepchildren were. Um, but the little one, it's funny because we would go and do different activities, or we would go into a store, or let's say go get our nails done. And a lot of times, the, the people in these places wouldn't know that I was the stepmom, so they would say, you know. Um, your mom's going to sit here, or what does your mom say? And we would look at each other with this sort of knowing look. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we know what our relationship is. And one at one point, I said to my stepdaughter, "You know, do you want me to explain that I'm not your mother?" Because I wanted to be respectful. And she was just like, "Ah, eh, don't worry about it." <laughs> you know. 'Cause she got it and she yes. was smart and it happened to us so often on the weekends that we were together. So that was that was a really nice oh, that's little enduring. bonding. Yeah. And that that is so you had your own yeah. you had your own special secret. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Kind of. So that was, you know, I think that was one of the moments. And then also, you know, when she was very little, um At one point, my husband and I started putting her to bed, and she would, at some point, she just said, No, I just want Cheryl.
0: (laughs) And
2: I think it was just, it was nice for my husband to see that. It was, you know, heartwarming for me. And, you know, so we we created our own little ritual as well. I'm
1: going to backtrack a little bit. When you first started dating your husband, you, you knew right away that he had the three kids. Right. And was that ever like an I mean, was there a big discussion about it or you guys just, you know, when you knew that it was going to get serious, was there, did you, did you really like think about it? Do I want to be the mother or did you just be like, I love this guy and it's going to be great?
2: Well, I didn't have children of my own mm-hmm. and I knew
1: at that point,
2: you know, I was pushing 50 that I wasn't going to, you know, do all the, the medical things to have mm-hmm. my own children. So. For me, not only did I love this guy, um, I also had met the kids mm-hmm. you know, along the way and they were terrific kids and I thought this was a really nice way for me to have children in my life. So I did think about how I was going to manage it and uh, how I was gonna handle this, you know, reputation of the, the wicked stepmother, you know, <laughs> you hear from Snow White and everything. But no, I, I would say and I I might My stepdaughter often says to me, you really only married dad for me, didn't you? And I usually wink at her and say, I did. And so, you know, the kids really, it wasn't an issue. It was just,
1: how do I, what am I supposed to do? I didn't know what I was supposed to do or what the rules were. Mm -hmm. There sounds like there's so much love in your family. I think I just got really, really lucky. I mean, even hearing her stories, I'm just I'm like, oh, like, it's really oh, touching. It's, it's really very touching. touching. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's What it is is
0: because, you know, you always see the movies. And, of course, it's for entertainment. So they have to create the conflict to create the storyline. And it's, I'm not saying it was easy for you. I'm sure there were lumpy times. Yes. Uh, yes. But it's it's heartwarming and and it's great to to dispel and dismantle that myth of the stepmom or the fact that integrating and and blending you know the family and the different personalities together does lead to to uh, healthy relationships and and positive families and loving families and that and that it does happen and that the, to real people, you know, to everyday human beings, and yes. we're all getting up and we're trying our damnedest, and and it works. And
2: yeah, and I'm not saying there weren't bumps along the way. Sure. I don't want to give the, you no, know, you're it's not. A, it's a you're penis. not. Um, um, and like I said, I don't know what was in their heads, the kids' heads. You know, it, mm-hmm. you know, it was just as it was an adjustment for me. It was also probably a tremendous mm-hmm. adjustment. For them, and so you know, if they had, um, you know, some negativity about it, I, I at least didn't hear about it or see it, and um, and now it's just you know, it's been a number of years already. It's over
1: ten years, so um, you know, I, I feel very, very blessed. Now I have a question because this is Fitness Wednesday, so I'm not going to ask you about your workout routine, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I'm just thinking about this. So you're a full-time lawyer. So then, with the new kids, and this is probably back in the beginning when they yeah. took more, you know, you had to do more. Was it odd for you to like work all day and then come home, and because you probably weren't used to that, right? I wasn't used to it, and
2: I was I was exhausted. On um, we had the children uh, one night during the week,
1: mm-hmm.
2: every week, and then every other weekend. And uh, on those nights, you know, I would have to come home and maybe make dinner and, you know, play with um, at least one of the kids or come up with Were you even used to making dinner for this many people? I wasn't used to making dinner. I was used to coming home and if I didn't work out and I can't say that I'm a massive worker outer. I don't know if but that's a word right <laughs> you're in great Okay, thanks. Yes. Um, no, I would come home and Pick up a salad yeah. or well, whatever you're uh, saying. Well, exactly. you know, I know what
0: she's asking. I know I, would, I was thinking that question because I'm not the greatest cook and I really don't cook a lot. I don't I cook at all. My husband doesn't cook at all. So we're we're usually kind of catches one can. Right, so right. With so, all am of I. A sudden, so am I. Not, not even one child... Three. Three and boys, don't
1: they, they, they eat. eat They eat so much. Eat. Yep. Well, I can't say
2: I made the most elaborate meals. <laughs> maybe it was pasta, or maybe sometimes we heated up, you know, chicken nuggets or burgers or something. So it wasn't. You but know, you
0: had to make sure
2: there was even
0: more food in the room. you had to yes, now, you had plan to think,
2: more. I had to think about food and think about, you know, whatever it was that they needed. Um, and I'm, yeah. I'm just
0: thinking about boys and and laundry. I mean I didn't really have to do their laundry. Okay. Um, I didn't have to do too much of that right, because
2: they, they only brought like a couple of things for the weekend or or the one night. Um, we also had a housekeeper. Oh. We were lucky that we you know, we could do that. So I didn't have to do too much of that. Okay. For them. I, I ended up doing a lot of baking with my stepdaughter and usually on the weekends, you know, and I tried to do things with her and maybe and this is actually I think a good tip. I try to do things, especially with my stepdaughter, that I that I didn't think she would normally do mm. um, with other people. You know, so whether it was cooking, I don't know that she did that with her mom. She may have, but I try to pick out things where we could have our own. So you um, had your own
0: special thing. Yes,
2: we could have our
1: own special thing of things that we did, so no. that it was different and fun right right when they had like school shows and stuff where the parents are supposed to come to would it be you and your husband and then their real mom yes and was that ever an ish no I mean we went they went to summer camp as kids I always came up
2: on visiting day mm-hmm. when they um, had court they were in the you know they were required to be in chorus in high school or junior high school I don't remember which one I went to every performance Um, I went to a lot of, um, the games, you know, they were athletes, um, you know, we're not my, their mother and I are not best friends, but I, you know, everybody got along Mm -hmm. and everybody really put the children first. And while it may not have been the first thing on my mind to do, I wanted, I wanted to be there. I wanted to show that they were important to me and I wanted them to remember that I made
0: an effort and I really tried to come for these things so I think that's the key I think what yeah. you just said it, is the kernel the golden kernel is that you showed them two things is that that they were important their needs came first and 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 you and you were showing them that you cared enough to make them first that that it was it wasn't about you it was about them and also all the adults had the same priorities yeah yes. and yes. that I think that's is the good. key
2: yeah well, I, the one thing I knew getting married was that the children had to come first because otherwise, A, my relationship wasn't going to be healthy, and B, they were, they were little. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's one thing you have to understand when you go into this is that while the children are young, they do have to come first. And so if they have a game or they have something and, and – you know, you can't go out with your friends. You're going to the game. Right. Right. You know, I mean, if I had to work, I had to work. Sure. But, um, but the truth is I understood it and I accepted it and it really didn't bother me. And and like I said, I didn't have my own children. So I was happy to, you know, see what it was like to, to be involved in these kids' lives, you know, understanding the whole time that I was the stepmom, but, you know, they were They were really such terrific kids. Sounds, that,
0: yeah, that um it really was you know, sounds like everybody in. lucked out. Yeah. yeah,
2: I hope so. <laughs> I hope they feel that way. And too. do
0: you have any advice that you would give to new
2: stepmoms out there? I would say, you know, try and take it one day at a time and try not to obsess too much. Let you know, the kids kids are smart, you know, let their let them set the pace, really mm-hmm. don't don't try too hard. Um, they, they will come to you and, and have a relationship with you as they feel they are able to, you know, it's, it's really, it's as much of an adjustment for them as it is for That's you. That's really good advice. And I think you have to remember that. And I think you really have to respect their parents because, mm-hmm. you know, if the children see that you respect their
1: mom or mm-hmm. their dad, it will make it easier for them. hmm so um Great. we do this thing at the the end of our podcasts um we like to ask three questions. I can not I can never remember is it 3 or 4?
0: Well, let's see. We'll so see. we have uh they're real you don't they're not like long-winded answers. Yeah. They're just like <laughs> instinctual replies. Yes. Okay. Okay, There's no good answer have nothing to do with being a stepmom. Yeah, nothing to do with being a stepmom. Just being Cheryl. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So what excites you now?
2: Like, what oh, makes you happy? I love going to the theater, so it's, oh. it's great that I am with um, two theater gurus. Love that. Um, if I find a good buy at the store, I always find that exciting. Okay. I, I do not I don't get to shop really
1: anymore. I, I don't have as much time to shop, so if I, if, you know,
2: I, live, I like to travel.
1: I so. live near a housing works, and um, my husband and I actually call it the obsession, because it's on our way to like our, you know, subway or whatever, so we have a tendency to go buy it all the time. And if I go in there and sometimes they can have like designer jackets or whatever bags for like twenty five bucks. Well I, you, well, I have to tell you
0: this. That has never been worn. Now I have to now everyone a lot of people always compliment me on my clothes, right? And then I tell them where I shop and they're like, you're kidding me. So I shop a lot at Bolton's and there's a Bolton's like two blocks away from me and they just closed and you understand I'm in mourning. I'm in mourning. So I told my husband and he said, well, can't you just go to anthropology? I said, honey. No. If I go to anthropology, the one thing I buy in anthropology, I, cu- I came home with a shopping bag at Bolton. Oh, that's funny. And then, yeah. you know, and I would wear one, you know, whatever at Bolton's, and then I'd wear the one expensive thing, and everyone thought I was, you know, shopping at Saks. So anyway, I'm, Cheryl, I'm mourning Bolton's. <laughs> Bolton. I understand. I'm right. I, I get understand.
1: it. Okay, so. What steams you now What makes you mad?
2: You know, inequality.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: That really steams me. Not, you know, people not treating other people well. Yes,
0: that's <laughs> okay. a good answer.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what advice would you give the younger women of today? So,
1: not your younger self. That's just, a very. Just the younger you know, women. Younger yeah, women. just younger women. What would you say? Just a quick thing.
2: I would say feel, feel confident, feel good about yourself. Um, don't let anybody get in your way that doesn't mean you don't have to follow rules that doesn't mean you don't have to pay dues but try and feel empowered and feel good about yourself and who you are and, and, and you're you're worth something every every person um,
0: but especially young women are valuable and remember that yeah that's great that's great and yeah that's enough for today yeah I think yeah. that is well thank you Cheryl this has, you has been so really much. so it's great Thank great you guys yeah. thank you we really appreciate it Thank you. So, we also do our book
1: recommendation. We do a book
0: recommendation.
1: My book recommendation for today is The Tattooist of Auschwitz. And it's by Heather Morris. And it's based on this really wonderful true story that's about love and survival and just getting through it. And it's a great book.
0: So, that's it for today, and
1: remember, remember. kindness, kindness counts. counts. Is this a real-